Hello, welcome to the Metapod, where Sean and I, your co-hosts here, talk about the evolving meta as we evolve as a podcast. I ate a scorpion over the weekend. It's disgusting. Don't eat it. Wait, did you eat it raw or did you eat it in like lollipop form? I took in, in the greater Indianapolis area, I took a raw scorpion that i found deep in the jungle Uh of the of the wilderness with all the the lions and amongst (laughs) the monkeys and i just grabbed that sucker by the tail and i just ripped its head off wow no it was in a a sucker okay okay cool 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 could you even taste it at that point Oh my, no, there's a clip of it. Oh my God. If you go to my, plug in my Twitch real quick, twitch.tv slash Twitch gameplay. It's probably like my most, most watched clip at this point. But um, I, it was in the sucker. And so I licked the sucker because we took a vote in chat and chat was like, lick the sucker, get to the scorpion. You can't just chonk it. And so I was like, dang it. And so I, I spent like two hours licking this freaking sucker on stream it was agony. It was a lot of sugar, a lot, a lot of sugar. Um, that's basically what a sucker is. But then yep. like after two hours, I was like, Chad, we just got to eat this. Like, I can't be here till 3 a.m. And they're like, yeah, just just take a bite out of it. Just just so have a numb. Do you want to know what it tastes like, Sean? Not particularly. Yeah, I'm going to tell you anyways. OK, so. <laughs> No, no description of this will be changing my opinion on whether or not I will eat one, but I suppose our I've listeners got, might I've got enjoy three it. more if you want one. Mm. Got three more if you want mm. one. Anyways, so if you were to go to a baseball dugout first day of spring training and you found an open bag of sunflower seeds. And those sunflower seeds had been left there over the winter. The end of the championship season last year, and you decided to eat them. But you decided instead of eating the seed in the sunflower seed, you instead were going to eat the shells of the sunflower seed. That is exactly what the scorpion tastes like. I'm I'm pretty like, I don't really have taste buds. I'm going to be honest. I don't really taste things. I just like inhale it. You can ask anybody in my family. I just inhale food. I don't really taste it. I don't savor it, whatever. This made me gag <laughs> on stream. That just sounds it was, bad. It was quite possibly the most disgusting thing I've ever put in my mouth. I, you know, I understand the concept of, oh, we put this in a, in, in a lollipop or a sucker or whatever you want to call it. It's see-through. It's a gimmick. But, like, there's got to be a better way to flavor a scorpion, right? I, I no, just, yeah, you, you cover it in chocolate. I mean, hey, why didn't, your, why, why didn't people send you chocolate-covered scorpions? Well, you know what? I didn't think people were going to send me a scorpion in the okay, first so place. Okay, so next person to send Jake scorpions, make sure they're chocolate-covered, okay? Give him the real, authentic experience you know, uh, of that just fine like the sucker, Just like the suckers, I will only do it if you give me money. Only as a <laughs> I will sell out to eat scorpions, but oh my. your boy's in college. Your boy needs money, but you know what else your boy needs that he's not going to get? Pokemon. Pokemon IRL <laughs> events. If you did not hear the 2020 rest of the calendar year for Pokemon play Pokemon events has been canceled, announced by Pokemon. Um, the only thing that you... I guess there's two things that you kind of need to know. The first one being that there's going to be a November update, they said. So November 2020, we are going to get an update, which 
think Sean and I can both say it's probably <laughs> just going to be that there are cancellations for the first couple months of 2021, right? Yeah, that would probably be my guess. Look, they're waiting until the weather cools down and then we're in the middle of flu season. Do I think evaluate what it's going to really be like? I just, you know, especially here in the US, the rest of the world might be different, but knowing that the Pokemon trading card game community is you know, like, let's be frank, outside of Japan, it's a very U.S.-centric world. You know, it's the U.S. is too large and too volatile in terms of how one region might be versus another to make bringing IRL playback a, a thing for a very long time. Because even if it's okay on, in New York, like, for example, it's to say, New York, you could have eight people at an event, let's say. That wouldn't surprise me. It's not that, you know, horrible over here right now. But it's not the same if you go like six hours south or whatever, um, or you go to the West Coast, whatever it might be. And I just don't see that being a, a situation where collectively the U.S. is going to be in a position to bring back even small events because locally there's just going to be too many variables. Now, your local game shops may still hold events, but they're not official play Pokemon events. They may even give out promos, things like that. They're not. They can't say that it's Pokemon official, if that makes sense. From what I hear yeah. from like one of our league organizers, they can't if they were to hold an event, they can't say that it's play Pokemon. So um, which means no I would recommend. Yeah, it'll just be kits like like. Uh, but I wonder, will they stop doing the kits? Right. Like at a certain point, like how bad are kit sales? That's the interesting thought from me. Like I would say no, because. You still can give out promos, right? Like the league at home. You yeah, still yeah, have, I'm not. I right. don't do a league at home. They I don't, have their I league don't at even home. Think my, and I guess yeah, the so kits like, are like a nice thing for that. I just, you know, it'd be interesting for me. Like, you know, if any of if anyone out there that listens owns a, a local a local game store, um, shoot us a shoot us an email, uh, metapodtcg at gmail. Let us know how. Like, you don't have to give us figures, but like. Have pre-sales, have, have like a pre-release kit sales uh, for the last set, like Darkness Ablaze in particular, because that was like well within the midst of COVID. Um, has that been better or worse? Because I feel like if sales are really that bad, stores will just put in fewer and fewer orders for them. And so like at a certain point, Pokemon is like, you, you know, I guess they could just produce less, but I don't know. I'm sure it's inherently worse. Like the, it's definitely probably not as good of sales, but I don't, I don't think it's like out of the, like it, it's not like it tanked so far down that everyone's like, oh my God, this is a surprise. Like, I think everybody expected, or this is my guess because I don't run a store, but I would think that it was general notion to most businesses that the pre, that the pre-releases were not going to sell as well. But not yeah. it won't it won't be like something to where it's like I bought five thousand pre-releases and I only sold two. You know, I don't think it's gonna be like that. Well, it'll be, it'll be interesting with Vivid Voltage because you do have the amazing rares, and uh, I you don't, know I, if they are in yellow fucking borders. Oh, they're I gonna swear be. To God, I'm sorry, they're gonna be. I I, I just I, I know it. I I feel it in my bones. I'm so mad. I I hate the yellow borders so bad. They're so awful. <laughs> okay. Calm down. Well, anyways, yeah, the, the season is canceled, though. I don't see it coming back um, anytime soon. 
So I would be I would be interested because the the announcement that we got with the 2020 cancellation, we pretty much got almost immediately the Players Cup announcement. So like, or maybe not immediately, but like a very a week very prior, close behind, wasn't it? right? Wasn't it, it was, like a week prior or something like that. Um, I, I made I, YouTube videos about both of them. I think I should know this, but I will say clearly there was some coordination, right? Yeah. So I would I would love for the November announcement instead of just saying like, "Hey, it's done." to include like an introduction to the players cup three or like another event that they're going to have or something like that. The reason I don't think that will be in November. I'm just now remembering this. The players cup two doesn't even finish until December. And the players cup two wasn't announced until well after players cup one was over. Right. That's true. So what if they just announced like the players? What if they did like they did for the first players cup to where they brought like a whole bunch of players, like the, like the top players in the world. And they, and they brought them in as like the, the top dogs or whatever. And they had their own little thing. Like they did the first one. I don't think they're doing it for the second one. I haven't heard anything about an invitational. No, but I um, think that would be cool for the third one. Could be, uh, you know, I, I look, I don't know. I, I personally like I the Players Cup one, two, like if they end up doing a three, they have the tournament keys now. So, you know, that they have invested some amount of resources into this system. For me, the question will become, do are they investing more money into building out a competitive league and league cup inside of PTCGO where those tournament keys can be used for that? Like to me, that would be a far more interesting development is if they like look, the players cup one and two were like super big regional style events. Next, next thing we want to test is giving people limited um, tickets to play in league challenge and league cup style events online. That would be a way more interesting November announcement. Uh, I don't see it happening, but I don't see it happening either, but you know, what is a super competitive and really cool league style thing that has come up. Sean, was that a good lead off or what? That was an amazing transition. That was, what are those transition lenses? What's the name of those that you get? I that, have no idea what you're talking about. You know, with glasses, they, they transition when they hit the sunlight. That You were as clean as those. Oh, yeah. Those like, those, oh, yeah. But people <laughs> don't even know what we're talking about because I didn't even no. mention the name of it. It is the Omnipoke League. Yes, the Omnipoke Online Play League. So this is a league that Joe and Jack have developed. If you have ever watched VGC or you pay attention to like the video game competition, you will know that there is World Battle Entertainment, the WBE, which is basically like um, a bunch of popular content creators, really good players come together. They make their own teams. They draft Pokemon and then they compete in like a league, a week to week league. This is going to be similar in style as in it is some of the top players and the top creators battling head to head every week. There's 20 of them overall. But instead of like drafting, instead of draft, because you can't, I mean, if you try to draft like cards or decks or whatever, that's just really weird. So it's going to be a, I think, three conquest styles, a three deck conquest style. Yeah, it's a, a, a three game conquest. So if you don't know what a conquest 
series is. Basically, Sean is going to choose three decks. I'm going to choose three decks. We're going to face off if, let's say, game one, I play ADPZ, Sean plays the Golisopod. I beat Sean's Golisopod. Sean now has to move to his second deck, and he is no longer allowed to use Golisopod. First person to run out of decks loses the, the series. Am I correct? I think that's how it's going to go. Yeah, I mean, that's what a conquest is, right? Now, there might be other rules we don't know about. We're still sort of waiting on the details from Joe and crew, Joe and Jack. Um, so I don't know if they're going to be like, you present five decks and your opponent can uh, veto two of them. That That's a cool concept that I think is something that happens in like League of Legends, right? You can like. I have no idea. I don't know League of Legends. Uh, I, I think in other games you can like ban certain heroes or ban certain. Um, yeah, you can like ban heroes when you're playing games, but you know we'll see what these rules are. And it, the first one is a best of three conquest. I believe it's going to be standard format, but they have hinted that they will be playing around with alternate formats as well. So maybe they do a no ADP format. Maybe they do. A, a one prize or only format. Maybe they do expanded. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, it's like a really cool like league of 20 creators. So this is also focused around content creators. So unfortunately, mm-hmm. if you're looking to join this league, uh, you know, it's not, it's, it's an invite only to situation as far as it, we know now. Again, lots of things that Joe and Jack could do, but right now it's invite only. Sadly, I'm not a part of this. But I message I. Sean. I am not. No. So yeah, neither of us are a part of this. Uh, we are not we hyping no it up for that reason. But Sean, and I am so in because I love. For those of you that don't know, I've been around sports like all my life. I I student athlete through college. I like I I love Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Anything that's relatively competitive, I'm into. I'm into. So the idea of this league. I'm man, I love this. So I'm going all in with Sean. I'm going all in with Sean. We are going to be the non-official. And now, and we're like the ESPN of the uh, Omnipotent. I, I, I don't want to necessarily put that on our back. We will certainly be talking about it, though, for funsies, because this is very fun. And Sean and I are actually lot. Well, I guess this isn't live. This is recorded, but. We're going to be doing our own snake draft of all of these players. That's right. Uh, we, will link, gonna... we will go through all the players as we draft them. So you'll hear everybody and we'll link to the uh, announcement video in the description as well. So if you don't know what we're talking about, you want more info, that's the place to get all the details. So what, what Sean and I are going to do essentially is if you don't know what a snake draft is, Basically, we'll flip a coin, decide if you want the first pick or the second pick. So each round has two, two picks, essentially one per person. So let's say I win the coin flip. I'm like, I want the first pick and I I choose uh, Sean. So or I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said Sean. Uh, OK, I choose someone. Each round, like reverses so if i have the first pick sean will have the second pick but then the third pick which is the first of round two this is essentially like most fantasy traditional sports drafts like football basketball baseball 
all that stuff. So this is going to be really interesting. And then Sean presented the idea because it's only two people and we're going to have 10 teams each. What we could do is every week we can pick six creators, bench four of them, and then for every win that your creator gets, you get a point. Now, I think what we're going to do is we're the reason that we have like a bench and then a starting lineup is not only because that's usually what fantasy drafts do, but there's going to be some weeks where people match up against each other and they could be from. So like if I pick Azul and trainer chip, you know, week one, they're going to be matched up against each other. So obviously I don't want to take a win and a loss. I want to have the best possible situation to have the most points. So that gives me an opportunity to, to bench one of them. So then I don't basically like have that double edged sword, you know? So so do you have anything to add? Uh, no, I mean, I, it's just a fun crackpot idea that Jake and I cooked up while uh, talking about like the structure of this episode. Literally like 20 minutes before we started recording. <laughs> so what we will do is I will try to make uh, a basic like graphic that shows who's on our, each of our teams. And then uh, like every week after the we'll we'll update you on how we're doing as the season progresses. And uh Yeah. It's, uh, you know, and, and I will say if I do or don't draft you onto my team to every creator out there, you're all amazing. I am not, there is no judgment here, but you know, I, let's be frank. Some of you are, are better than others, but Whoa, uh, <laughs> whoa I didn't say that. Not I, didn't as creators, say that. I didn't say that. Not as creators, but like, you know, I want to win. I'm competitive too. So, so Sean, would you like heads or tails? I will ask Siri. Oh my! No, I have an Eternatus Jumbo coin here. I can flip it, but I can't. I can't see it. Well, how do you, I know if you're lying? Or you not? gotta. You gotta trust me, Jake. How long we've been doing no, this? No, 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 no. I can take. I'll make. I'll make a video of it and send it to you if you want. All right, that's fine. Okay. You have to. You have to be saying it. You have to be like saying it in the exact words, in the exact tone. Okay. I will and I will right. analyze this video. Okay, that's fine. I will send you the video after the pod. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, I'm not trying to get for evidence. Here. So heads or tails? I will pick tails. Okay. Gonna start recording the video. And I'm gonna flip the coin so you have audio that compares. And it is heads. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. It is head, so I will go first, but then you get two players right after that. So I gotta yeah, make this so first like pick you, count. Well, no, no, no. I mean, you can choose whether to go first or second. Oh, interesting. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go choose. second. Okay. I would have chose second too, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna choose to go second. So Jake, I am gonna keep it a list of the people that I picked. You keep a list of the people that you picked, and we'll 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 make sure it all adds up after. All right. For the first pick. Of the 2020 Omnipoke Fantasy League Metapod Draft, Team Atrocious picks Azul GG. I got to pick Azul. He's from Indianapolis, my local area. Hung out with him. All that jazz. He's my bud. Great player, too. Just recently won the uh, no ADP event. I got I to choose my I got to choose my dude. All right, all right. Let's see who who am I going with then for the second pick in this draft. I am man. 
I think I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with my boy, Luke Celio's network. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go, we're going to go with some Luke action on Celio's. Uh, okay. So now I get the third pick. So we're switching it up. That's a snake draft. Yeah. I will do the third and then second round. Jake will have the fourth and then the fifth pick. Mm hmm. So for my third pick, for the third pick, I am going to go with, I'm going to go with Pablo from Table Bond. Good. I like that choice, actually, as a pick. I like that. Not going to lie. Pablo, great player. Very consistent. Does well in a lot of events. But you missed out on a sleeper pick, almost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't even think he's a sleeper pick. I just think, you know... You just missed him. You whiffed him. Did For I? the fourth pick, I'm going to pick Andrew Mahone and Tricky Jim because okay. Andrew Andrew doesn't compete in a lot of events. So his name doesn't show up a lot. So he may be overlooked for a lot of people. But no, 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 no. Not here. Not here. Not here. I know what he's done. <laughs> I know how innovative he is. So he's not, he's not jumping out of my radar. No, 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 no. All right. All right. Who are you going with the fifth pick? All right. For the, oh God, what pick is this? Fifth pick? Five. Fifth? Yes. Numero, numero cinco. Numero cinco. Oh man. There's a lot of good people on this list. It's a lot, a lot of good people. It is very difficult. Mm. I'm going to go, I'm going to pick one of the Omnipokes. One I'm of the Omnipokes. <laughs> one of the Omnipokes. I'm going to pick one of the, the creators of this league. All right, which 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 Omni poke are you taking? Siri, pick heads or tails. I'm sorry. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. Good lord, I'm glad I flipped the coin. Siri has picked heads, so I'm picking Jack. Okay. From Omni poke, I'm gonna pick Jack. I felt like they were a pretty even match. I feel like I I see them both equally on results. I think they're both two pretty good picks. They are very good picks. I will grant you that. Uh, okay, so I am going to go with, hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with Joe. I'm going to take the other half of the Omnipoke okay. family okay. for my, my pick. And then for the seventh pick, I think I am going to go out and take, ooh, this is a tough one. I'm eyeing up two people here. Hmm. I'm gonna take Flex Daddy Righteous. I'm gonna take Ooh. I'm gonna take our, our podcasting brethren here. Flex shout Daddy Righteous. Tag team. Flex, Fle Flex Daddy, shout out to Tag Team Podcast. Hmm. Okay. You have made me reveal my trap card. Uh-huh. I'm going to go. Hmm. I like know what one pick is going to be, but I don't know what the other pick is going to be. <laughs> that's, the, that's the question. That's the question. I'm going to go with Rahul Reddy. Okay. I'm going to go with Rahul. Very good player. Hopefully starts making a lot of good content because he's, again, a good player. And then I'm going to pick a sleeper for the custom format. Little Dark Fury. Dang, I'm gonna I, pick Little Dark Fury. I like I like Little Dark Fury. I, that was that was on my next my next little little group very, there. Very good, innovative builder makes daily YouTube videos of the wackiest shit. 
I think yeah. he's I think he's going to be great in the custom formats. He's going to make a lot of stuff that people in a conquest series, especially, are going to be like, "Dang, like what? <laughs> what am I playing against?" You know? Yeah. This is it. This is it. This is the this is the like MVP choice. I'm telling you, Little Dark Fury. Okay. Well, um, ooh, who do we go with here? I think I have two picks here. I think I'm going to go with Trainer Chip. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Uh, very consistent in the Limitless Qualifiers. I was about to say, he, he, he was able to bring very, very good decks uh, every time for the Limitless Qualifier. And again, another player you maybe don't see playing in a, a lot of tournaments. So, uh, Trainer Chip. And then, I think I am going to go... Uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my own uh, Dark Horse here. I'm going to go... Uh, Slowpoke well. Ooh. Because uh oh boy. I know who else, you know, if you're going to if you're going to take Little Dark Fury to bring the spice, I'm going to have to go go ahead and take Shay to bring the spice as well for me. All right. All right, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I'm going to pick two big-time YouTubers in the game. I'm going to pick two big-time YouTubers. I'm going to go with the Wasi. Okay. Over at PTCG Radio. Sorry, I'm also writing this down. Very good. Does a lot of Japanese analysis. He knows what cards are good, and he knows how to combo. He knows how to make combos out of this world. And then you have a YouTuber who's been doing this a while. Big, big name. Very well respected. And that's Zapdos TCG. Okay. I'm going with Zapdos here for this pick. Hmm. I already know this lineup is top tier. <laughs> well, both lineups are top tier. Let's be frank. <laughs> yeah, this is a top tier <laughs> pool. <laughs> all right. All right. What are we doing here? Seeing who we got left. Uh, hmm. We got six left. Six. No, seven. Wait. One, two, oh, three. Oh, you know what? Because I four, just, five, we have six. seven left. I just, we have seven left. I started this yeah. round. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Seven folks left. I am going to go and, uh, I'm going to take, you know, another person that doesn't necessarily play in a ton of events, but I think, uh, you know, I've played against him a few times there. Eric from Rare Candy. Got to represent. Got to bring Rare Candy in here. That is one. And then, oh, man. Uh, I think I'm also going to take Mitch from the Sableyes. Ooh. Good choices, good choices. But you know what, Sean? You missed out mm -hmm. on someone who hasn't been picked yet that is quite possibly the biggest underdog in this entire bracket, and that is I Caterpie. Okay. You just missed out on someone who quite possibly could literally win this entire league. I'm not going to lie. I don't know enough about... There's... there's two three creators on here that i do not know nearly enough about which is and that is and that downfall. is the difference between you and i on this fantasy draft because i did my homework <laughs> i did my homework in the 20 minutes that we were talking i was actually doing a complete full adam scheffner analysis and i'm gonna pick my man purple cliff i'm gonna pick jack i love jack right. he's been playing the game for a while oh i got two jacks on my team let's yep. go the jack squad the Jack Attack. That. Jack Attack. That's the team name. <laughs> Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
This is my last two picks. So my last two picks here, I am going to go with, I think what you have nine, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So you have one left. Yeah, I have one left. All right. So my, my last two picks here, I'm going to go with Orobomb. Because uh, he also tries to bring the spice. And Team Fish Knuckles. Oh, Sean. You know, yeah. those are two really good picks. But you leaving out plus power, it's mm-hmm. going to be the biggest mistake that you make. It might very well I'm be. It's going to be the biggest mistake that you make. You have just given me, quite possibly, the most ideal fantasy draft lineup in the history of <laughs> Pokemon TCG fantasy drafts. I'm telling you. This is, this is, whew. All right. This is a, if you, if y'all, if y'all betting people, you got, you got to pick team Jack, Jack attack over here. <laughs> so I think for everybody out there, just so you know, now we, uh, we drafted these. I'm going to try to make some sort of a graphic for when the video comes out, for the, uh, the podcast comes out tomorrow. Um, we do not know any results. So if anything is played today, the day that we recorded, this was all done before we know anything. Just so everybody knows. They have like the option to do it on stream, but I, I feel like most of them are going to just do it on YouTube because I think they all have to release content. I mean, that's my assumption because I think they all have to release the content on the same day. I mean, who knows? Uh, maybe, uh, but I have no idea what, what people will choose to do. I don't know what the rules of this uh, tournament are. So I just yeah, quickly I looked up. You know, my my YouTube subscription to see if any of these folks maybe posted something. But no, nothing has been posted. Do you want to just go over real quick all of our team people? Yes. So I'll I'll, uh, I'll say my team clearly, clearly stacked. (laughs) They're both stacked. This is so silly. If you call stack a stack of pancakes. Wow. Okay. Everyone on my team, you heard that right now. Apparently you call (laughs) a stack of pancakes. (laughs) I'm not here to make enemies. Anyways, we got Celia's. We got Luke. We got Pablo Tableman. We got Joe from Omnipoke. Uh, so I got both. Uh, what 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 do people say? Uh, Celio's and Galarian Celio's. <laughs> okay. Both of them on the same team. Uh, we got we got uh, JW from Fle- with Flex Eddie Righteous. We got Trainer Chip. Slowpoke well, our boy Shay. Got Eric from Rare Candy. You got Mitch from the Sableyes. We got Orobomb and we got Team Fish Knuckles. I think this is a pretty stacked lineup here. Uh, you know, both lineups are stacked, but that's my lineup. What's yours? You know, you got a stack of pancakes, but I got a stack of bricks. All right. I'm going to build this house and I am going to s- destroy you. You ever, you ever try to match up pancakes with bricks? Mm-mm. Pancakes lose. I got Azul GG, Tricky Jim, Jack from Omnipoke, Rahul Reddy, Little Dark Fury, The Wasia, PTCG Radio. We got Zapdos TCG, I Caterpie, Purple Cliff, and Plus Power. I'm telling you, we got a brick house over here. Team Jack Attack, fancy <laughs> team name. It's over. It's over. I already know that I win. All right. Now well- I just got to. And put the right people in the lineup. <laughs> yeah, so we won't do this right now, but Jake, uh, after the pod, but before, but after we record, before this one goes up, let's go ahead and pick, we'll pick our starters and then uh, mm-hmm. I will tweet out our uh, our teams and who we are starting for this week. 
And yeah, hopefully, hopefully we have six that we can each start, but maybe we'll adjust the rules to be five starters, five bench, just to make it so that we always have five, but we'll see. I guess that would be inserted at like the end of the podcast or something like that. If, what, our starting lineup? Or no, our like, uh, if we have to make adjustments. No, no, I'm just saying it now. Oh, okay, cool, I'm just cool, saying cool. it now. Anyway. Like, I might change the rules. So anybody out there listening, your rules might change ever so slightly once we actually get into the nuts and bolts. What are we talking about? else today i don't even know i was just so excited for that <laughs> this I'm is the thing. No, no. <laughs> that was think, like the only thing that mattered i think uh the next thing we're going to talk about which is maybe of more interest to, to our listeners to our regular listeners is some meta analysis oh um, okay i got you yeah and i think uh for that meta analysis we could talk about you know obviously the decks that win are the decks that win I, you know to be frank I, I don't see much change we've said this the last couple of weeks you know I think broadly speaking, the meta is pretty well understood at this point. Um, the only thing that could shake it up is there might be a card or two from Champion's Path that makes its way into certain decks. But even then, I, I don't see Champion's Path doing that much. So I think we have until Vivid Voltage actually releases to see any big changes. But Jake, we wanted to talk about some of these off-meta decks, if you will. Some of these sort of rogue-style decks that have been creeping their way more and more into the meta as people try to counter the format. Do you want to start with what deck that uh, caught your eye? I would say the one thing that caught my eye is Garatina Garchomp. Now, there's like a couple different iterations that have been flying around, but the most recent one that's come up is the Greens version with the Magneton from Cosmic Eclipse has the ability knock itself out you grab three supporters from your deck perfect to grab surge greens and whatever else you need research whatever and this was a deck that was made i believe by gabriel smart and um caleb rogerson i believe they were the first couple people to make at least the greens magneton version um, I played it a couple times. It's actually really fun. I made a YouTube video of like the earlier version um, of the deck, but it plays Garatina Garchomp, which with the sniping effect of linear attack and GG end, it could be very, very aggressive along with Calamitous Slash, in my personal opinion, especially when you're facing something like Senescorch. Like you want to, the center scorch wants to build it up as far as, as high as it can with all those energies. And then all of a sudden you just GG end it and bye bye center scorch by all seven energies or something like that. So it's a very, very interesting deck that can also counter decks like Eternatus because it plays the Machamp and Marshadow, which in my opinion is really, really cool um, because Acme of Heroism, very, very cool uh, GX that allows you to literally two shot anything, especially when you're playing stuff like boss in there, you know, you can knock out the Eternatus V max that is right in front of you with Acme of heroism because you hit for that weakness. And then all of a sudden you back it up with a boss and then go the second attack, uh, which I'm forgetting the name, but it does. How much damage does this do? No, I don't know. With weakness, it does enough to like just bop it, especially if you have if you have a dojo out. I believe it does yeah. 160 base, and then with the dojo, it takes the knockout. Um, so it's really interesting, in my personal opinion. It plays four different energies, at least at the time of the YouTube video that I made: Aurora, Fighting, 
Psychic and Lightning. The Lightning is for the Tapu Koko. Can also play a Vikavold in there. But that's the one that's caught my eye the most. That's the one that I've most enjoyed. Sean, let me know. Which one do you enjoy right now? Well, I mean, I like, I haven't actually played. I'm going to be frank. I haven't played any of these decks. I've seen them from afar. Uh, The Giratina Garchomp with like, it's got Mewtwo and Mew, Giratina Garchomp, Marshadow Machamp. It's like so wacky. It's got Vikavolt. It's such a weird deck. It's just basically there to counter whatever is in front of you. Um, one deck that I think is pretty interesting that's uh, starting to see a little bit of a little bit of play. It's not like super popular, but it's ADP Zacian with Persian. So I'm looking at Persian GX right now just so I get the ability absolutely correct. Uh, let me see here. We have when a Pokemon the- is knocked out in the previous turn, you get to pick two cards from your deck and put them in your hand. Yes. So that ability, Catwalk, is very dangerous. Uh, because if you're playing ADP, the thing that you're looking for basically every turn after you GX is a boss's order, right? Mm-hmm. Well, with Persian, you can kind of guarantee you get not only a boss, but maybe you need something else. Maybe you need a saucer. Maybe you need an energy. Maybe you need, I don't know, doesn't matter, a switch. Doesn't matter. You can go find whatever you want with that catwalk ability. So yeah, UGX, and uh, this will help you put together those two knockouts that you need by being able to just go get the boss's order and then bring whatever it is up on the bench. I think ADP with Persian GX, I think some of them are running a 1-1, some of them I think are running a 2-2 line of the Persian GX. But this, I find this to be like a really fascinating development because it's similar to the Alolan Ninetales that ADP was running. Do you remember this, Jake, the Alolan Ninetales GX? That was... That was like right when the pandemic first hit, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't like it right in like the Players' Cup as well? Uh, somebody might have. I think a few people played it, but really it was also played just during Sword and Shield base set as well. And the yes. reason being is you, once you evolve it up, you can search your deck for what is it, one card? I think it's two item cards. Okay. two. But yeah, w- what you can do with that then is go get yourself like Energy Spinner, Energy Switch or whatever, or you find any way to basically get yourself into your GX attack um or into whatever else you might need really so it's similar in some ways to that alola nine tails but i think knowing that we also have turbo patches and metal saucers and how fast the format is with crobats and dedenes sitting on the bench everywhere this is i think in some ways even more terrifying because you know it's like you could just throw this down and then it just sits there and it has the ability every time something gets knocked out so if your opponent has to take three knockouts... I think it's a GX that has to be knocked out. Is it? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, yeah, once during your turn, if one of your Pokemon GX or EX was knocked out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. It's not if any I played, it, I played it with Shintaro Ito's um, version of Big Blounds at Worlds last year. You know, after Worlds, we were in that format because it was a post-rotation event. I love Big Blounds, so I played it. Um, so I remember that GX well, getting you two B-strings. <laughs> to win the game (laughs) so yeah this is pretty interesting because you basically are telling your opponent hey maybe you want to knock out this adp but if you do i get to go get two cards and if you don't you're leaving an adp fully powered up so it's kind of like oh dang like i i think it puts your opponent in some really awkward spots so in terms of like a development adp with persian gx is certainly interesting i don't know if it's the best way to play it 
I don't know like the amount of bench space that and the deck space that it's taking up if it's really worth it. But this might be better than even like an El- extra Eldegoss or or whatever it might be. So that for me is a really interesting way. It's also really cool in the fact that some of the lists. So the first people that I saw play this list, Thomas Brophy and Josh Hatter, wonderful people uh, that I know. Very, very cool. Um, they were playing it a little bit with Mewtwo. So then you have options of like Garatina Garchomp for the Calamitous Slash. You have the Greninja. So you don't just auto lose essentially to the uh, Decidueye that's been played a lot be- or even the Obstagoon because with that GX, you know, the Miss Slash does 160 now. So like there's your there's your wins over there. Um. Because the, the Mist Slash gets through any th- effect, right? Yeah, the Mist Slash will go through... Um, yeah, it's just like Keldeo's attack. Yeah, so that's a... That, in my opinion, especially with Decidueye Obstagoon becoming more and more relevant, right? Like, it's it's a constant, like, top, top 8, top 16, a lot of times second or winning the event um, in a lot of these online tournaments. So you almost have to be ready for that. So this is a cool iteration to be able to do that without like super jeopardizing your deck archetype, in my opinion of like consistency and whatnot. Gosh, it just, it just feels like ADP constantly is finding new ways to be more and more awful, <laughs> you know, like this, this strategy. And then in a new set coming out, which we won't talk about, but there's like an Aegis slash V that's also super gross. Oh my God. It's just, it's like Pokemon company keeps printing things. Like I heard you don't like ADP. Can I offer, can I tempt you with some more ADP? I heard you want this format to be worse. Here's, yeah. here's the Aegis Slash that goes well with ADP. Here's a card that goes well with ADP. Oh, uh, you thought Decidueye was good, huh? <laughs> you fool. Psych. Oh Nerds. my gosh. Anyways. Uh, yeah, that's like, that's, I think the biggest thing for the meta is like, you're starting to see now that this meta is developed, if you will, uh, these counter decks or these like weird inclusions that can only exist once something is once a meta is a little bit more settled. Um, mm. I think another card that you know, I honestly, I was I was singing its praises like a month or two ago. Uh, I came out with like a Torkoal Rhyperior V deck. Nah. Uh, Torkoal V is seeing a lot of love out there. And I believe uh, Sirlios and his mother yeah. were playing that in the recent Neil Pie Open. Uh, and, yes, I believe so. And mom played like mom made like top sixteen. Yeah, was so it, it was I like think it was Neil Pie, right? It was either Neil Pie or the Hegster on Friday. I can't remember which. Either way, it was a big event that they did that they played it in. And uh, yeah, so I you know I I I said it. A month ago, I said it a while ago, I was like, Torkoal V's, you know, it, there's something to it that removing the energy in this format with Eternatus and ADP and things, like, it's just something there, and I'm happy to see somebody's doing something with it. You know, Sean, I will give you the pat on the back for that. I will say that you you did well with that call. I did But good. your WBE, your, your Omnipoke League team is still inferior. Okay, okay, we'll see. We'll see. I don't have anything else on the meta. Jake, is there anything else on the, the current meta that you want to dive into? I don't, I mean, I guess like we don't really have to dive into this, but I think now is the fourth week. Now that Santa Scorch has won a major event fourth week in a row, I think it's like six 
wins total. So I don't know. Tier Sonos one. Cortez. I would say tier two. I don't know if it's exactly tier one yet because I don't think there's anything that's S tier. Um, and it's definitely like not as consistent as like something like Eternatus or really even ADPZ, I feel like. But I it's making its way up and I feel like it's getting better and better. But I don't know if it's like peak can beat like an Eternatus. Can like nine out of ten times if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think um you know, it can win a tournament for sure. Like if you high roll, like any welder deck, right? If you yeah. if you do well, you do well. Uh, if you don't do well, you have a really bad day. <laughs> you know, I think you could probably make top two fifty six with. Oh Sense yeah, Porch. yeah. We'll talk In, about players. players top, top two. Yeah, but I think there's definitely like there's a there's a there's a small circle of decks that I think if you play those predominantly in your players cup run. You know, if you're if you're a decent player, you'll probably be fine making top two fifty six. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, I think this next topic, we, we're going to have like sort of three main topics today instead of two. We have the Omnipoke League stuff, the meta analysis. And then Jake brought up a really interesting topic, which, um, you know, I might even dive into outside of the podcast, uh, but we'll see. We'll see if people want to talk to me. But it is all about leak culture. Jake, what did you mean by leak culture? So the last two weeks have been really interesting in terms of like so when we saw we talked about champions path last week right you and i did on the pod and we talked about how there's a shiny zard somebody posted on burbank that there's a shiny zard in champions path and everyone was like oh my god and then they posted a picture of the rainbow zard and everyone was like oh my god but then leonhart youtuber big time youtuber arguably one of the biggest on the platform just hit a million i believe subscribers just like yesterday or something like that at the recording of this podcast and he got products from pokemon company pokemon company sent him they usually do that for every new set so then he can open up on the channel and you know get a little hype around it he posted a tweet i don't know if he opened it i don't know if pokemon sent him the shiny charizard v card because he didn't open it up in his video it's not like he it's not like in one of the pink collection boxes he got he he opened up one of the packs and boom shiny zard v you know he had this like picture at least maybe pokemon company provided him this picture saying if you don't open it here's a picture uh or maybe pokemon company sent him a shiny zard v and said here take a picture of this but he posted a tweet that was like, I am here to confirm that Shiny Zard V exists in Champions Path. While five days, five, six days before, we already knew. <laughs> like, it was pretty well circulated on, like, pretty much every Pokemon TCG reporting site that Shiny Zard V was indeed going to be in Champions Path. And, man, he got a lot of flack. <laughs> saying like oh man even i got in on the memes i even got in on the memes about like what is actually confirming and like who who has the right to confirm it you know like i understand like he's a sponsored person you know pokemon gives him the right to say 
and publicize this on this exact date because you know they have like embargo. I think it's called embargoes. What is that? You would know what it is. Yeah, Sean. no, it's an embargo, right? Like a you know journalists have the same thing. Like if, yeah. if I you know I I won't say any company in particular, but like I have access at my job to sensitive information sometimes. Oh. Um, and you know there are instances where I might even have access to certain products ahead of time. Oh. But. If I published information about that, not only would I lose my job, uh, I would also not be an official source of information. I would be a leak. Um, so, yes, from the perspective of like purely uh, like linguistically, if you will, uh, technically he is correct. He is not a leak. He is the official confirmation because he is acting as a spokesperson for the Pokemon company in that regard. Right. He has been granted that authority by Pokemon, but it does come off as very silly. And uh, when, when you're like, oh, mine is official. And it's like, bruh, the other ones are pictures of the real card and yeah, like, like the like actual booklet. Of, the videos of unsealing the product and looking through it like I don't. And then also, apparently... Vivid Voltage is already in hands of people and being leaked nine weeks oh before release date. It's like nine. there was a, it was a French guy, right? Was it France or is it? I, I don't I haven't actually seen it myself. I just saw the tweet from PokeGuardian.com, who is a very official and. Yes, uh, I saw the video. You saw the video? Yes. How does it? How did, did you see an amazing rare? I did. I did not watch the whole video. I, I don't speak whatever language the person who was opening it was opening in. So I'm like, but you can tell what's an amazing rare. But sure. I mean, I could tell. I just didn't watch it because I'm like, I don't really care to watch 20 minutes of somebody opening this, this box. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I was like, I had other things to watch this weekend, but I did see, you know, I skimmed through the video and yes, it, it looked very real, um, but it was in Europe. I am almost positive. This was a European YouTube channel. So, but yeah, somebody has their hands on, I guess, a production run version of Vivid Voltage as a whole booster box. And I'm nine weeks ahead. That's insane. Like, you have I, to be from the Pokemon company. You can't be a distributor that's gotten it that early, right? Oh, no. I, I, you're right. I, I absolutely cannot imagine a distributor has this in warehouse. I think at this point, at this early, it hasn't even gone to distributors yet to then ship elsewhere because like, why would you, right? Like what Pokemon does it? I can't imagine they need to ship it that far in advance. So this is a hundred percent. This is such an anomaly too. Like I've never heard of it coming out this early. Well, here's the crazy thing for me. And this is what's getting nuts. Champions path being opened as early as it was felt yeah that's outrageous. not even yet <laughs> like right people were like you know leonhart getting a box from the pokemon company directly saying like okay you can open this up two weeks ahead of when it comes out i'm like yeah that's super early but like it's from the pokemon company not surprising but when somebody's getting their hands on this product a full week out from that like i was watching dirium's i was watching dirium's uh streams the other day like last week a week ago and that was still more than a, two weeks, like more than a week out, like a week and a half, two weeks out almost. He's he's sitting there breaking packs on stream that he has sold. And he opens up like cases and cases of this stuff. 
And I'm like, is this product allocated? Like, what is happening? How are people getting this much this far in advance? I know like if you order directly from distributors, uh, this is just a this is just something that I've heard on the rumor mill. Um, I've never I've never actually ordered from a distributor like because I don't own a business or anything. I can't even afford basically to pay rent. What makes you think I could order cases of this? But I've heard that if you order directly from a distributor, you will always get the product early. Well, sure. I mean, but my local game stores, right? They will get the product anywhere from a day to, you know, I've seen for new sets, people getting it four or five days before it actually gets is, is street legal, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, these online sellers, I, somehow, like I couldn't go to my local game store today and be like, yo, hit me up with some hidden, uh, some champions path. I, I, I couldn't do it. You couldn't say hidden fates either. I, well, I couldn't, that's true. <laughs> they don't have it. They either. don't have that either. But I, I couldn't say champions path because I don't think they actually have it in store. So like, there is some route that people can go and maybe it's just the amount, the volume. So maybe like my local game store is only buying three cases of product at a time. Right. I don't know. But Deeriums, Deeriums is buying pallets and it may be that there's an order of priority in terms of, uh, uh, of distributors, uh, based on volume. So like sure if I have to, to ship five pallets of something to somebody, that goes out. That's on the truck first, right? Mm-hmm. So I could vary. And that, that may be that that goes onto a truck for delivery rather than going through any sort of postal service. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I'm no expert on d- distributors and, and how this stuff gets sent out. So I'm probably wrong on so many fronts here, but my guess is it has to do with volume. But still, I cannot remember the last time I saw people doing breaks for any set two weeks before the set is supposed to be legal. How long, this is my question. Cause I've only really been paying attention to the TCG since like, uh, unbroken bonds released. Mm-hmm. So how, so like, I know you've been playing since around that time as well. How long have you been like paying attention to Pokemon cards overall? I mean, same amount of time. Yeah. So, okay. Just about like at that point. Yeah. You're correct in that both of our, uh, you know, our knowledge base is not very broad, right? Mm-hmm. We have about a year and a half in this, but like, that's still a lot of sets. It, look, yeah, it's 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 unbroken bonds, unified minds, cosmic eclipse, uh, hidden fates, sword and shield, rebel clash, darkness ablaze, champions path. That's eight sets, right? In just a year and a half that we've been doing this, and this feels. Like, you know, a few people getting it a week out is not that insane, but, you know, and, um, you know, unlisted leaf, right. He's mm-hmm. been opening some champions path for the last week and a half, two weeks. And like, he is in Australia and I don't know if champions path comes out in Australia. Like there's their street legal date is the same as ours. It was not the same for hidden baits. So not only is he getting it really early, He's getting it early after having been shipped from another continent. Uh, it's just, it, it baffles my mind. Uh, if anybody out there knows uh, how this all works and if, and if things have, start, have started to get even crazier, maybe it's COVID related. Um, you know, maybe. Well, I mean, mail is unpredictable right now. 
Yeah. I mean, just the, just the, just the other week, like I had a very important check for my mother come through the mail or was supposed to come through the mail, but it's a uh, gone. Like it's non-existent. <laughs> it's just, it's just vanished. It's with, uh, it's with Leon Hart's it. first edition Charizard. Yeah. It's, it's the same situation. Just like it's, it's gone. And it was, I mean, I, yes, USPS, but like they're struggling too. I don't want to bag on them, but like it was sent through there. So it's <laughs> probably lost through there. But anyways, I think it's very, I mean, like you and I are both content creators. You're, you're closing on a house. So like, I'm, you're, you're very, very busy, but like in a normal time, you always you always want to be the first on something, right? You want to be the first of an idea. You know, you want to be the first to talk about something, right? Yeah. So, like, because that's that's what generates the clicks. Yeah, those are the clicks. That's that's how you get that publicity. Like the Wasi PTCG Radio, he's so popular because he's always the first to report on like a new card or a new combo or a new mechanic of some sort. Yep. You know, like just, just last week I had this exact situation. I didn't have a YouTube video planned during the morning stream. Play Pokemon announced that the, that the play Pokemon season was canceled for the rest of 2020. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make that my YouTube video. Because, <laughs> like, I don't, nobody else has talked about it. So I want to get this out first. So it's like, at what point do you feel like, do you think there's a, do you think there's a point at all to where the leak is so far ahead that you're like, you know, maybe we shouldn't talk about this? I mean, we look at the video games. Here's a really cool, here's a really cool thing that I just thought about. In the video games for Sword and Shield, the guidebook was leaked. Some dude took pictures of it and posted it, I think it was on Reddit, as a, like an anonymous person. I'm pretty sure the Pokemon company like pursued him and was like, psych, you bitch, get you out of here <laughs> for leaking that stuff. How... I mean, I don't know if Pokemon would ever like go for this. I, YouTuber. I think the difference like, is, is like it's easy to go after one individual leaking a piece of information, but you don't want to come after an entire community when like, you know, you don't even know who to point the finger at. Right. Like the person opening the packs. Yeah. Like, but man, it's so I, I just think like for me, it comes down to like, if you are a creator who does box like pack openings, pour one out for you, man, like this it's 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 hard out here you got to get your hands on product three weeks early now to be the first and like that just feels like three weeks early to be the first yeah for vivid voltage right like like unless you're bribing somebody at the uh at the you gotta have like best production line literally best man at your wedding or best female best woman is there a best woman at wedding best person at your wedding whatever yeah best person like you got to have that type of level to be able to get something nine weeks early, I feel like. Or you got to be paying a pretty penny. Yeah, the, the sweat. Shiny penny. The sweat is hard. The sweat is uh, extreme with this one. It's like, but at what, is there like a point, Sean, to where like, 
okay, let's say you get your hands on vivid voltage nine weeks early. Mm-hmm. Is there a point where you're, or not even maybe what is the, what is the amount of time that's like, you know what? Is there actually a time that's like, you know what? Maybe I should like not nope. post about this yet. Nope. You don't think there's any amount of time as a creator. Uh, unless you think it's fake. I think that uh, I, to be frank, I'm not a journalist. The person who opened the stuff up in Europe, Vivid Voltage, they're not a journalist. No one, no one has, you know, the idea that they're a journalist in this industry. Um, so I don't feel the need to, uh, as much as I want my informa- information to be accurate, I don't feel the need to uphold certain aspects of d- journalistic integrity, just to be frank. Um, so unless I think that I'm getting duped, like it's fake, I don't feel any need to like not post that. I mean, you could get the Pokemon company mad at you. That's just about the relationship you have with that company, to be honest. But I don't know, man. The I would say the opportunity cost is heavily in favor of the creator posting it there. At what? I would say that there's no even like relationship. Like you probably don't even care if the Pokemon company's mad at you. You're no, probably like, no. <laughs> they're not supplying me with anything anyway. So like, fuck you guy. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, look, some people, I think like, you know, uh, dupe snacks, K-Swiss, uh, you know, trainer chip, any of the people who actual actually have relationships, with Pokemon company that might also do a box opening from time to time. I could see them not doing oh, no, it. For sure. Like there's probably a reason that Leonhardt, even though it was already publicized that shiny Charizard V had been out for like yeah. six days that he still posted a tweet saying, I am here to confirm. Well, there's also probably a reason why Leonhardt waited until when he did to publish his video. It was well, probably, I'm sure he asked to, well, yeah, the thing is probably on a schedule that says you can post it on this date. The fact oh, is no, he probably sure. had that video edited and in the bag. The, the second neon cactus, the second anybody started opening it, he probably was like, Man, I wish I could publish this, but he couldn't. So, anyway, it's like a, it's very weird. Not only the fact that people are getting it like this early, like I get that it's been printed already, right? Because like you got to have your orders ready and sent out before the release date. Yeah, no, nobody's <laughs> you know, printing hundred. Nobody's printing ten million cards in a, in a couple days. Yeah, like that's that's. Impo- well, I don't know if it's impossible, but it's like very unprobable, I guess. Yeah. So last bit of we're going to put this on quotation mark news. <laughs> I just found this to be super funny. Shout out to Pokey Beach because you had the same exact thoughts that I did. A non promo Scorch promo has now come out at GameStop. The first line of this article. I've been debating if I should turn this into a news story. You and me both, buddy. You and me both. Starting two days ago, if you go to a GameStop and purchase at least $15 of Pokemon TCG merchandise, you will receive a Scorch promo card. It is labeled in the, uh, in the Pokemon paper thing they have got like a they've got like a little sign thing receive a special promo card featuring Scorch through august or i'm sorry through october 8th as supplies last claiming oh, oh a my while supplies card. last let me explain to you the Scorch promo card it is the card from the sword and shield base set so it is the it is the Scorch 
stage one that has the 100 foot flames attack that discards a card from your opponent's deck for each fire energy it has attached to it. Doesn't have a stamp, doesn't have like a like the thank you Hydra Hydragon. We should talk about those instead. Thank you Hydragon promos are coming out that have a little stamp in the bottom left corner of the art that says thank you on it. No stamp. No promo symbol, no black star promo symbol. Not even any hollow. It is quite literally the exact same card that you would pull from a sword and shield base set pack. It's like they just basically like printed some extras off the line for sword and shield and then turned them into a promo, quote unquote, but not actually. Yeah, it's like it's it's almost like I don't know how they I don't know how they print, but it's like if Pokemon puts in a computer, okay, we want two thousand Centiscorches, we want two thousand Articunos, we want two thousand Sizzle Peeds. It's almost like the intern that was there that was drinking the night before with his buddies. He was hungover, went to work, accidentally put in twenty thousand instead of two thousand, accidentally <laughs> held his finger too long, put that extra zero, and they're just like, Well, geez, we got all these extra Santa scorches. What are we gonna do with them? We're like, you know who needs help? GameStop. GameStop is falling under. We need to help them. Let's give them all these extra ones and we can have this promotion or whatever. Yeah. It's a joke of a promotion. It's just basically like, okay. Okay, cool. I guess. It's, All right. Let's actually talk about the let's actually talk about the Hydragon store promo, I guess, because it's uh it's oh. revealed for North America. It is a freebie that people can get. I think it's kind of worth it. Sure. I mean, we talked about the thing that was we talked not about worth the fake it. promo. Yeah, we talked about the one that was not worth it. We might as well talk about the one that was worth it in all honesty. <laughs> so in North American hobby stores, I don't know what hobby stores mean. Is that like hobby lobby? No, no, hobby stores mean like they're local game stores. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It's like internal. So, that's like the internal industry way of saying it. Okay, cool. Learn something new every day. Not only did we learn today that Sean's Omnipoke League team is inferior to mine, but also that <laughs> hobby stores are like local game shops. Okay, cool. Tell your mom, tell your mom about that. Anyways, you will be receiving a special Hydragon promo to give out to customers. Uh, somebody had sent in the image. It is the Darkness Ablaze Hydragon. I believe it's the same print as the pre-release promo i can't remember um yeah it is the it's not the pre-release promo it's the same art as the regular promo so my mistake my mistake i don't play hydrogon decks i'm sorry um but it is a reverse hollow which is already different than just a regular standard card. But as I mentioned in the bottom left corner, there's a little thank you stamp on the art. It's on the bottom left side. It's just it's just like black black font that has a white outline that says thank you. No black star promo or anything like that. But it's different in that it has a stamp. So it's actually like a promo. I think this is really, really cool because like this is the first time that Pokemon marketing kits of the sort have come out with like promos and stuff like this so there's no like this is unprecedented that they've done something like this i think this is kind of a way to especially during the because local game shops are not supposed to be holding actual pokemon tcg events this is a way to get people to come in and you know buy some things you know help out the store a little bit um because some stores that just do like pokemon they may be hurting 
you know, thankfully like my LGS that I go to uh, is like a comic book store. So they like, they main a comic book store. They just happen to also do Pokemon and magic stuff. So that's really cool. Make sure to check out your local LGS or hobby shops. If they uh, receive these freebies, they're kind of cool. I bought some Pokemon cards today uh, for my stream and they did not give me one of these. So yeah, but Sean, uh, they did not give you one. Did they not have it? Maybe yet. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't, they might not have it. They maybe <laughs> as well. I, I'm going to probably call sometime within the next week and be like, Hey, do you guys, did you guys get some of these? Yeah. Cause, uh, I, I would like some, yeah, you if know, I, if, the store I know the, if the store doesn't immediately give it to you, I think it's okay to ask just to be yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I'm on a first name basis with the owners. So like, it's, I could just call and he, I mean, I don't, I'll buy something if I have to, but like, I feel like he could probably just give it to me for free, but Anyways, I Sean is Sean is nagging in my ear. Anyways. Oh seven out to you. What does O seven mean? So oh have you never seen that? No. It's like a little saluting guy. Oh, okay. I guess like I, I guess lower that's case, a thing. Lowercase O. It's an emoticon. And then a seven. Saying. I mean it's not really an emoticon because there's no like it's not like an emote where like no, it's no. a little like it's an emoticon. Hey. That's like a Japanese terminology. That's like so. Uh, this is a whole other episode. This is a YouTube video on this. But like, <laughs> there's there's emo there's emoticons, emotes, um, and emojis. Uh, emoticons and emojis are the things that really matter. Emotes are like Twitch stuff. Yeah. But anyways, learn three things today. <laughs> let's class. Let's go over what we learned today. Emoticons are different than emojis and emotes. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all we learned. No, 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 no. What was the other thing? What was the other thing? I already forgot. Um, oh, yeah. Hobby stores and LGSs are the same. And then Jake's uh, Omnipoke League is superior to the Jack Sean. Attack. <laughs> yeah, Jack Attack is the best uh, draft team. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to the Metapod where we talk about the evolving meta and also have some fun with some other things. Sean, thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you. I, you're not a guest. You're here every week. Ha ha, ha ha. You did it now. You did it. <laughs> what do you mean? Up. 